0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It is Chris and Jody, And today we are watching a blockbuster from 1996, one of the first big disaster movies. The New York Times calls Twister. Come on! Exuberant as a roller coaster ride.
1: Hey! Staged with adrenaline pumping fury. And spectacular special effects. Count. A gale force movie. You got to
0: get out of there. It's going to drop right on.
1: Energy to blow
0: audiences right out of the theatre. Twister. Now, I was worried about watching this one with you. Yes. Like I've been with a couple of these movies because this one does hold a special place in my heart. Yep. It's one of my favourite films. Uh,
1: I appreciate you not watching it with me because I would have really hated it if you sat there and quoted it the whole time.
0: And I 100% would have.
1: And it's the worst.
0: Yeah back uh in my early 20s I'd live with my two best friends. Yep. We, we shared a house together. And this movie was watched regularly. And by regularly I mean regularly. We all still quote it when I was backpacking through Europe. Yep. I was in a bar in Amsterdam and one of the songs off the t- soundtrack came on and I had to like record a video and send it to them because wow. it just Wow. You were that, that
1: deep into that, this that's movie. That's how
0: deep into this movie we are. Wow. Like it's it, it holds a very special place. So I was a little bit nervous about doing this on the podcast just because if you didn't like it or if you don't like it, it, it could have ramifications.
1: Could be really awkward for our relationship moving it, forward. It could
0: have been until I it walked still down... Could be. Well, I walked down about halfway into the movie and noticed your notepad on the floor <laughs> and you with your feet up on the couch being entertained by this movie. So I feel like we may be on to... Bit of a winner with this one, maybe?
1: Well, I'm not going to give anything away until we get into it a bit more.
0: Okay, well, let, let's get straight into it because I, I...
1: That's what the movie does, doesn't it? Straight away and poor bloody little girl's dad. Off you go. There's a twister. See you later. Yeah. Full on.
0: Yeah, well, you... It's brutal. have got to set the scene. Like, you, setting up the whole Brutal. Movie? Yeah. Oh...
1: But I really like how that same little girl then builds her life around. I don't know what it's called. It's not storm chasing, is it? Twister chasing? What's yeah, it's the- storm chasing? So it is storm it's chasing. Storm chasing. Yeah. That's- okay. So I love that she then grows up to be this young scientist that like you know chases storms and things. Is she a scientist?
0: Yeah, yeah, Storm Chase is a scientist, and I guess that sort of evolves through the movie. You sort of learn more about her throughout the arc and talking about Helen Hunt's character. Yeah. As the movie goes on and sort of, you know, there's a scene later in the movie, which we'll get to, where her and Bill Paxton have this big argument and he sort of says, you know, killing yourself won't bring your dad back. And there's a lot of that in there as well as it's, it's not just her wanting to you know, help people and do the right thing and you know yep. try and learn more about the storms. It's also a that lot deeper. of a grief yep. transference as well, which you know it's as much as this is just a straight up action movie that doesn't yeah. it's not, not the strongest script in the world. And no. I can say that as it being a movie that I love, but uh, it does have some really strong undertones to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you've said that it's you know a strong action movie, but I really liked that there were the hints of like. There was a little bit of romance in there. Yep. Like with, you know, the ex-husband showing back up trying to get his divorce papers because she didn't sign them. And the new lady in his life was there too when they wanted to get married. So I liked that kind of romance part of it as well.
0: Well, this one, so this was executive produced by Steven Spielberg, yep. he was the director of Jaws, Jurassic yes, Park. Yes, all Jones of those. Yeah, It was co-written by Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, who wrote ah. Congo. Yep. And it was directed by the director of Speed, which we haven't watched yet, it is no. on the a list of movies to watch so you have sort of got three really strong angles all coming at this movie bringing a lot of that together and look again there are a lot of i feel like watching this movie and it goes for 90 minutes or yep. just over 90 minutes I feel like there is a good two and a half hour cut of this movie that makes perfect sense and nothing's cut out of. You can tell it's been cut in certain places yeah, to get it yep, down. Yeah, to get it down. And it can be a little... And that's what I was worried about because it can be a little hard to follow in places. Yeah, Because no. it does jump backwards and forwards between cars and all that sort of stuff and different people and different radios and all that sort of stuff. Yes. And, and that was a concern. I was like, oh, how's she going to go, especially after the fifth element? I knew yep. you know, sort of That was a little bit different. That.
1: But I found this one really easy to follow.
0: Okay. I don't know
1: what... I think... You just understand. I think the characters are done better. Yep. I think you really know who sits where with your characters and that really helps, you know, develop your story and I understood that a lot more. So for, so everyone had a role.
0: Speaking of the story, for those that haven't seen it, again, it is on binge at the moment if you want to go and stream it or go and buy the DVD or the Blu-ray because it's an amazing film. Yep. It's a story of storm chasers who have developed... Technology to measure the inside of a tornado. Now, this was 1996, this film was released. So, yeah. you know, science has come a long way in the last nearly 30 years. Yes. But the, the plot of this was that they were doing it to measure the inside of a tornado to advance early warning systems. Yeah, now, because they were saying
1: in there, like, um, you get maybe three minutes warning, but they want to open that up to being at least 15 minutes to give them more time to actually be able to... Don't look at me like that. Look are
0: you paying attention.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It was a good movie. I'm impressed. Yeah, like they wanted to open it up so that you could save more lives.
0: Oh, look
1: at that! Look at me with the
0: facts. Look at you Go, all right. Well, let's let's go through some. You, I know you didn't make a lot of notes, but let's roll through no. some of the questions and stuff you had.
1: Okay, so not a lot of questions, but okay. I like the subtle. So he was there to get her like her signature on the divorce papers, yep. and you realize then that she's not completely over him because she does a subtle ring swap. Did yes. you notice? Yeah. yeah. Yes, so I'm like, mm, so. okay, so there's a little bit of a romance still thing going on here. Yeah. That was like the first point where I was like, ooh, I'm intrigued.
0: So have you, Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, the two lead actors in this? Yes. Have you seen them in anything before? Did they look familiar to you?
1: She looks familiar. Him, No.
0: So Helen Hunt's been in a few things. Mad about you was a TV show. She was in. She was in the movie Pay It Forward. So I'm just rolling through her IMDb now. As good as it gets. I don't think you would have seen that. Castaway. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I think I saw Hatch? that. Yeah, with the
1: yeah, volleyball yeah, yeah. where
0: he's stuck on the island. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> what Women Want was Mel Gibson. You might have seen that what one. Women Want. That was in 2000. Maybe. So that might have been one you've seen. I'm just trying to think of something more recent that you might have seen that she's been in. It's not really... She sort of not stopped doing a lot of big stuff, but there is rumours that they're going to do a sequel to this movie. Ooh. Uh, so we're hoping she might come back. Yeah, it's not really much else I think you might have seen her in.
1: No, but she was a really good actor. I liked her as an actor.
0: Well, she's really good. Bill Paxton, uh, who played the lead role, the lead male role, his role was actually originally offered to Garth Brooks, who's the country singer that sings this song. And I've got to say, I'm very it's a glad. It's Look, it is. I'm very glad we got <laughs> Bill Paxton, though, because I don't think Garth Brooks would quite have the acting chops to pull this movie off somehow. No. Being a country singer, nothing against country singers, but, but I haven't really seen a good actor that's a country singer that I can think of.
1: Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Is he an actor? No. Don't I break think my he heart. was in an episode my of Miley Cyrus
0: once. Oh, not Miley Cyrus. What's that show? Hannah Montana. Montana. That's the one.
1: Yeah, no, they were great. And their chemistry was really, really good together. Yeah, it was. They they played
0: off each other really well. It's really, really, really strong.
1: So I liked that we were talking about the technical side of things. So, you know, they're trying to actually figure out twisters and that kind of thing. And they called their, I don't know what it's called, but it's Dorothy. Yes. Like from The Wizard of Oz because, you know, twister. (laughs) Nice one. It was very clever.
0: Did you notice that... um, Dorothy
1: 1, 2, 3, and 4.
0: Well, no, I was going to say Jonas, son of a bitch. He's thing that he stole was called the Dot 3, like Dorothy, dot three. <laughs> I
1: get it, but no, I didn't he, notice that. Because
0: he's basically stolen their work.
1: That's the... the Dot 3. That makes more sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jonas, anyway. son of a bitch. <laughs> Who is that, honey? Jonas Miller, he's a night crawler. <laughs> we all started out in the same lab, but Jonas went out and got himself co- some corporate sponsors. He's in it for what? the money, not the science. Got a lot of high-tech gadgets, he's got no instincts, doesn't have Dorothy.
1: And this is why you were not allowed in the room with me. This is true. Yeah. Um, I love this movie. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. (laughs) When um, her ex-hubby decides to come along with them because he wants to, you know, go storm chasing again, I feel really bad for his soon-to-be wife because... They've got so much chemistry. Like you
0: reckon? Yeah, she has to be. No, the not mo- the. No,
1: not his oh, the wife. Ex-wife. The ex-wife. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Them two, like those I two together, were- so well. She is boring as batshit.
0: I was going to say, I thought you were talking about her, and she no. is the most irritating. And the voice. Why and is that she voice there? Is, that voice is put on too. That actress has been uh. in some really good stuff. She's actually quite a good actress. Yep. But that voice was a choice. God. Like, it's just so... She
1: just annoying. makes you want to hate her. Yeah,
0: and like, I, look, I think that's there? the point because we're supposed yeah. to want them to get back together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, and we do. But but we probably Ugh. still would
0: have without her. Like, but even
1: her, she just whinges and bitches the whole time and it's just like, why are you here, woman? Why didn't he leave her right back at the I start? I gotta go. We got cows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, I get it. <laughs> 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 I want to know... So, this is a question that I have. So, why did he leave Storm Chasing in the first place? Because they'd never really say it.
0: No, they didn't really cover that off.
1: No, but I want to know why. Because he comes back to it, and you can tell that he still clearly Well, I loves don't it. think he
0: left Storm Chasing. I think he left her. Yeah. I think they got divorced. I think they obviously
1: Because she loved up. it more than... Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know whether
0: she loved that or whether they just... Who knows? They might have just had problems. Yeah. But I think that's what's happened there is... They've gotten divorced and he's left. that's why he's going to be a weatherman. And he's a weatherman. Yeah. I think that's how that's played out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as he comes back and he's like, oh, I'll give you one day. And you can tell that he just loves it and he gets straight back into it. It's just like, yeah, this is what he was meant to be doing. The bloke in his van with his hat and his music and his drink, like with his little drink straw and he's woohoo and out the window. He reminds me of you. If you were in that situation, that is exactly what you would be doing. Music, full ball, rock song on, having a good time. Now,
0: you can say that because before we had a child, yes. whenever there was a big thunderstorm, yep. I would drag you, you out into the car and yes. we would drive around taking photos of the storms and videos and driving through it because I, I love it. And I, <laughs> and this, this is one thing that worried me about watching this movie with you because... Yes. Going storm chasing in the US is on my bucket list. Is one thing that I have to do. Yep. And i, I always planned to do it before I met a lovely lady and settled down. That was part of my travel plans plan. was go to the US and storm chase. Because you can go out with storm chasing teams oh, and you can it's not cheap, that's but sick. Uh, and that's that's on my bucket list. Yep. But then seeing some of the, the action of this and and the death and all this sort of stuff, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's gonna put Geordie off letting me go storm chasing.
1: I would only let you go if I could come with you.
0: Oh, it sounds like we need a babysitter. <laughs> um, but Philip Seymour Hoffman. So yes. this was one of his early roles, yep. but he has been in a lot of really big stuff.
1: So that's Dusty. We're talking Dusty. That's Dusty, dusty we're yep. talking
0: about here. So going back, so he'd done a little, well, he'd done a fair bit in the early 90s, mainly TV stuff. This, mm. this then Boogie Nights, which we haven't watched yet, and that's one that we will watch. The Big Lebowski, Patch Adams. With Robin Williams, ever seen that? Where Pat, where Robin Williams is a doctor? Haven't no. seen that one. That one will have to go on the list as well. Uh, Almost Famous. No. Have you ever seen
1: Why do you ask? I don't, Why do you I keep putting yourself through this?
0: So he's in a bunch of Mission Impossible three. Then he did a movie called Doubt, and he won a heap of accolades for that, and became this really really serious actor. Did some really good strong movies after that. Money Ball he was in. He was in the Hunger Games.
1: Okay. He yeah, was, yeah, yeah.
0: He was. I haven't seen the Hunger Games. Sequels, I have seen them But all. he was in Catching Fire and Mocking Jay 1 and 2. He was Plutarch, Heavensby.
1: Look, I'm sure if I watched it, I'd If I showed you a photo, like, oh, yes. you'd be like,
0: oh, him. So
1: is he one of those actors who is always like a backseat actor? Or does he take some roles where he's front and centre?
0: I think there's been a couple of movies where he's been the lead actor, but a lot of the stuff he's done has been background background sort of stuff. Yeah. But The Hungry Games Part 2, Mocking Jay Part 2, is actually his last movie because he passed away in 2014. From a Aww. suspected drug overdose. So, uh, which is really sad because he was an incredible actor. And this He was yeah, great. And, and especially in this movie, this is like everyone talks about doubt, everyone talks about Moneyball, yeah, everyone talks about Capote. You played Truman Capote uh, in that. But this movie, I to me, is his standout.
1: He was my third favourite character besides the two, the two main names. characters. And I don't think he's
0: supposed to be because yeah. he, he is he's just, just a so barrel sweet. of fun. Um, And
1: moving towards the end of the movie, um, him with her aunt. My heart. Yeah. Like, he is like, charging up that building, like, oh, my God, we need to get her. Oh, he's just a beautiful soul. I don't he- know him, but in the movie, <laughs> he is beautiful.
0: <laughs> we see that scene where they realise, after they're at the drive-in, and they realise it's going to hit Wakita.
1: Yes. And he is straight.
0: And he goes... It looks at the hit keto head on. And you can see like he, like the, the emotion in his All face the emotion is, there. Is, is incredible. Yep. He actually took this movie so that he could move back to New York. He When he was asked about his reasons for being part of it, he told a magazine that he was living in LA at the time and he knew that if he took that job, he'd be able to move back to New York. So it's the only reason he was in it.
1: Wow. I mean, good enough reason, but I'm happy that he was in it. When he gets back in the car and he started driving and she's like, Oh, can I drive? And he's like, no. Well, then can you? Because he's oh. like steering off so the road. When they're, when they're
0: having the argument in the car and he's yes. yelling at her and he's steering off the road. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. When it's the first time, then it's just the two of them together yeah. with no one else around. Yeah. Except they're, they're, th- they're on the radio and everyone else can hear. And they're
0: unpacking their... Yep. And that, that's all of the issues. That's the interesting part with this movie is the fact that they don't seem to... The radio stuff, the way it works between cars is very just... It's sort yeah. of like in a superhero movie where they can all talk to each other whenever they want to talk to each other, but yep. they can't always hear each other. It's it's a very and weird. And then sometimes like,
1: you need to use your
0: Yeah, other times you don't. And I think that's, like I was saying, I feel like if there was a two and a half hour cut of this movie,
1: yeah, completely a lot of different. that sort of understand. stuff would
0: make a lot more sense. I think a lot of these things have just been sort of edited down for time and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, that is, it is a nice little chuckle scene. And it sort sure of shows there... It does explain why they got why divorced and why and he left because he was saying, you know, he wanted to have a, he wanted to settle down and have a family and all that sort of stuff and, yep. you know, the storm chasing is her life.
1: That is everything to her. Yeah. But I like that they had those conversations and then they go into these twister situations and you care about them more as characters because you know the background story and you know that, you know, yep. they're like honest, good people just there trying to help people and you're just like, oh my God, I hope you don't die. <laughs>
0: It does a really good job of building the character arcs in this movie.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, they yeah. all, even the the background characters, all have like little arcs that sort yeah. of play out. It's good,
1: and it just shows their personalities and yeah, how 100%. different they are. Yep. It's really nice when they're stuck under the bridge with the tornado. Oh, that's full on, isn't it? Like when they're, <laughs> I was, I was. Shitting bricks, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, the car's coming, it's happening, what's gonna happen to them? And I like they're really, I don't know.
0: You didn't think, hey, we're only 20 minutes into this movie, I reckon they might survive?
1: No, no. Well, you did can't a good jo- think that. it did a
0: good job of building up the suspense then, didn't it?
1: Yes, but it's also, I don't know if they completely did this, but I only noticed it halfway through that each. Twister, Tornado, whatever you want to call them, were, like, they were growing in sizes. Like, it started at, like, a stage one, two, and then three, and, th- and like, by the end, it was, like, stage four, five.
0: Yeah, I didn't really notice that either, to be honest. And I've yeah. watched this a billion times.
1: But I didn't start paying attention until halfway through, so I don't know if the earlier ones were little, little. But when you look at the scale and, like, the size of I them, think they you were, see they that they're sort getting of say bigger and bigger. they
0: get to Wakita after that, First yes. tornado when they're under the bridge, they're talking about it there. And yeah. they say that that was at F2, yep. put, solid F2, potentially F3.
1: Yep. So, so they're talking F3.
0: But the whole point is an F5 tornado was the same intensity tornado that killed her father.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And that's an F5 is a, a Incredibly devastating like, tornado. And, yeah.
1: As you see in the movie.
0: Well, as you see in real life, we saw in the US only last, well, a couple of weeks ago now, there was a a day where I think there was something like 40 tornadoes across two states yeah. within the day and just the death toll and the unimaginable disaster that's come out of that. Like It's it's like, just insane, isn't it? It really is. Like These these and were the patterns. Due to climate change, we're going to see a lot more of that. We're seeing tornadoes in Victoria yeah. this in the like you're months, and, like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, was
1: this movie based in the US? Because yes. that's where they get a majority of yeah, these.
0: So, over in the US, there's a, a region in the US called Torn- Tornado Alley, which is yeah. through Oklahoma, a lot of that sort of southern region, which features in this movie that is prone it's usually February to April, May every year yeah. is tornado season. And that's it's sort of their spring. Yes. Is when it's that all the happened. worst. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, Pretty much from now is when it's going to get bad over there. Yeah, but as they're as we're seeing here with weather patterns, things are changing.
1: It's all over the it's place. It's all over you the place. So, you yeah, can't predict, which anything. is making
0: it a lot harder for for people over in the US because it, that, that seems to be the most extreme place in the world. That you see them is that tornado alley in in the US. Yeah.
1: So the fancy people with the money, they have an actual trailer for their Dorothy. I'm going to call her.
0: Yeah. Dot three. yeah.
1: So. This is just a, you know, I'm just curious. Do you think the trailer would make any difference? Because they didn't actually get theirs out once. Whereas, you know, our main characters, they have three goes or four goes with their Dorothy. So do you think having them in a trailer as opposed to the back of the ute would make a difference?
0: Well, I think the whole point with that is the fact that they can't intercept a tornado. Mm. They've got all these Gidgets and Gazmos, but they don't have the instinct to know.
1: Yeah. Like They're that, not like the tornado You see whisperer. that where
0: Bill Paxton goes... We need to turn. It's a sidewinder. And the other boy's like, no, nope, we keep going.
1: And they and completely then, miss it. And
0: then he goes, I thought you told me it was heading, staying on this course. It looks like they're going to intercept. I think that's the point is to show that uh, I don't think the way it's manoeuvred
1: it wouldn't make any, any, difference. any difference.
0: I think it's the instinct. That's what it's showing.
1: Yep, yeah. So they just don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, when it comes to the end scene, when they say you've got to anchor the pack, these guys could have had that set up on the trailer. Exactly, the trailer ready off. to go. Yep. If they had listened, yep. which Jonas refuses to do, and he switches his radio off and it ends poorly for him. But, yeah, I think that's that's what the issue is there. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I don't think it's anything to do with actual how it's being manoeuvred. I think it's- No, uh, it's more
1: that they just don't have the skills and capabilities, which yeah. then brings me to if he never came back, they never would have been in that position probably because it's all his instincts with the Twisters. 100%.
0: Well, and that's she why she was a little bit, oh no, out. I didn't sign she, the
1: papers. And she
0: said, I thought you'd be coming out here alone. Yes. And he said, I wasn't planning on coming out here at all. So I think that the whole, her not signing the papers at the start was a, was lure, her to way. Get, was a lure to get him out there to help them.
1: Now that she had the machine ready to go, yeah. she knew she just needed him for a day.
0: Yeah, To, to help with that.
1: Yeah. And the other thing is, that's a full on day. Like that was four tornadoes in, I mean, I only saw one night time. So that's over like a 48-hour period. 24
0: hours. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's just insane.
0: And that's that's what they say is it's a big storm front. Yes. Basically. Yes. So it's like here when we have, you know, we know that we're recording this tomorrow is going to be a 37-degree day and they're saying we're getting thunderstorms tomorrow night. Well, we know there's going to be a storm front and that sort of thing. They can predict that there will be storm fronts and those sorts of things. It is likely, especially over in Tornado Alley, that you would get a day like this where you would get, like they did a couple of weeks ago. You will get multiple storms across a day.
1: So it's a good day to go out and get everything done while you can.
0: As in, if you're like, a storm chaser, yeah, if you're a storm yes. chaser, like get in it all. I thought you meant like running errands and putting the washing <laughs> on the line. No, we're
1: talking about twister, strong <laughs> wind, maybe. <laughs> um, the flying cows.
0: I thought you'd like the flying.
1: That cows. was funny. Oh look, flying cow. There's another one. I, I
0: think, think it's it the, the same, same one. one. <laughs> I thought I thought you would appreciate that joke.
1: <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was my kind of humor.
0: And again, the delivery on that is just flawless. Yes. Where she goes, another cow. <laughs> actually, I think that it's was the, the same, same one. one. Like it's just perfect delivery. In 96, it was a top tier film. It was toted for its special effects. But you look back on it now and you go, oh yeah, it's not really... You know, it's not up there with Titanic or anything like that.
1: No, but it was still, you know, great movie.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, I think that's one of the things is the acting in this movie really does take it above and beyond.
1: Yeah, it does. So the poor new wife, I really feel for her getting closer to the end of the film. But again, like we said earlier, she's so drab and she's so boring and she's not right for him. So she just needs to take a hike.
0: But at least she realizes that.
1: She does realize, which is really nice. Like that's her personal growth.
0: I mean... Not helpful that she realises that while listening to a radio conversation of him basically telling, telling Helen that he's still in love with her. But yeah, at least she realises. But, you know, she
1: realises and she just lets them do their thing. There was so much action, so I couldn't actually turn away to write notes for a while there. Like, when it was just tornado after tornado after tornado. Like, it just kept happening. And I was like, this is probably when you walk down. And I was feet up on the couch Got my pillow behind me. I am comfy in the zone watching this show because I literally, you know, it was that full on that I didn't have time to write notes. That was The
0: movie's called Twister. There's bound to be a couple of them.
1: Yes. Didn't expect four. I thought maybe one or two. Was there four or three?
0: That's a good question. So you got the one at the start where they're under the bridge.
1: Yep. Do we count the one right at the start with her father?
0: Yeah, we count that one. So one at the start with her dad. Bridge. Under the bridge. Then-
1: The one that they're in the middle of on the other yeah, bridge the, the and there's spit, two the, of them. The,
0: the cow one. Yep. Like the cows. The cows. Then I feel like there was got, another one. There's one before- Before the finale. The, there, was, there was the movie theatre one? Yes. Was there one before that? I'm just trying to think. No, think Sort of replaying was it. the entire movie in my head. I
1: think that was it. And then it was number five, which was your big one.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you so there five. was five. five. Yeah.
1: Okay. My final note- Mm-hmm. I had a chance to write because I'm crying. (laughs) So it was when her auntie and what we said before where, you know, they were at the movie and they've just found out that it's going towards where her auntie lives. And so off they go trying to save her auntie. Oh,
0: I know what you're going to reference here where he pulls uh, the dog out of the house.
1: How do you know? (laughs) But I was crying before that. And then I cried more because I've got, he carried the dog out. Bless him. (laughs) And then the house completely falls and crashes.
0: How on edge were you when they were trying to lift her out and the TV starts to fall? And oh. it's held there by your, and you know it's you- going to
1: happen. You know you're just like waiting and you're on the edge of your seat and you're like, oh, my God, it's going to fall, it's going to fall, it's going to fall. Oh, my Very God, hurry tension. up, get around.
0: Very good tension.
1: Yeah. And then the dog where they all leave and I'm like, what about the dog? Why isn't the dog there? Well, what happened to the dog? And then here he comes. He goes and gets her dog and he comes out and he is just... Oh.
0: Do you want do you want some sad news? No. Bill Paxton also passed away a couple of years ago. No. So
1: from saving baby from no, a burning house. He had a
0: heart attack, if I remember correctly. Which is sad didn't because you know I loved him. He's been well, not just because of that, but he had been campaigning for years to get a sequel made.
1: Uh yes. for
0: years and years because he went on record saying that he'd love to direct a sequel to Twister. Ooh. He said, I've always felt like there was a Jaws version of the movie. Always felt like we did the Pepsi Light version of that movie. Mm-hmm. So I think he was thinking a lot more dark, a lot more intense.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, which a movie like this, it lends itself to being very intense.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: There has been an announcement about two months ago that they are working on a sequel. It's in active mm-hmm. development called Twisters. Obviously... He won't be able to return. No. Helen Hunt may. There's been no announcement on cast or anything yet, but fingers crossed she'll come back for that, which would be incredible, which is a bit sad because, yeah, he's incredible. But it comes down, I guess, not just their chemistry as actors, but also the direction, because if you look at the director's Jean de Bont's previous movie, Speed, which we haven't watched yet, which has got Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Another movie that's very similar... Okay. In in that regard, that's where you know they're on the bus and they can't slow down because there's a bomb on the bus and if they slow under fifty miles an hour the bus explodes. That's maybe
1: I have seen that one. I feel like I've seen that before. I couldn't tell you what happened. It probably was when I was way younger, but it sounds familiar.
0: Okay, well, we may watch a bit of it just so just to see if you have. Just but anyway, yeah. the relationship between Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock and that is very similar. They play for each other so well, they do yeah. have this chemistry and they end up doing a few movies together after that because of it, because, because of they it. do have. But I think that comes down to, I don't know whether he's just lucked out and the movies he's made, the leads have really good chemistry or yeah. whether that's or something to do with his that. direction. So this movie cost $92 million U.S. to make. Yep, it made four hundred ninety-five point seven million dollars at the box office in in nineteen ninety-six. Sold an estimated fifty-four point seven million dollars worth of tickets in the U.S. Yep, uh, and got fairly positive reviews as well. So, some of the other movies that year that came out that you may have seen, mm-hmm. The Phantom was Billy Zane. I feel like your dad would have made you watch it, probably, that, or your mum, one of the two, because I know your mum loves that movie, The Hunchback of Notre Dame.
1: Of course, yes.
0: I'm just. Family-friendly movies is the easy way to go with you. <laughs> uh, Space Jam. Yes. 1996 as well. 101 Dalmatians, the live-action one.
1: Oh, I don't know if I saw... Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, I yeah, there,
0: yeah, You would have seen that. The Rock, which I wouldn't mind doing for this podcast, with uh, Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery.
1: But they're not The Rock.
0: So The, the Rock is Alcatraz. It's a prison. It's called oh. The Rock. They're not climbing The Wrestler.
1: Well, I would have watched that.
0: Yeah, I feel like you would have... There's probably not many other movies in 96 that have come out that you would have seen. I'm just sort of... Oh, Matilda? Sorry, the original Matilda Uh, came out in 1996. I know you haven't seen Mighty Ducks, so you definitely wouldn't have seen Mighty Ducks I've seen Mighty Ducks. You told me you hadn't seen the Mighty Ducks.
1: I'm pretty sure I've seen Mighty Ducks. I'm pretty sure my father made
0: me watch it. When we had a conversation about this podcast, you told me you had not seen Mighty Ducks.
1: I don't know. I'd have to have a look at it again. Is it the same as Howard the Duck?
0: No. Is Howard the
1: Duck in Mighty Ducks? No. Okay, then probably not.
0: Mighty Ducks is an ice skating movie.
1: Yeah, I think I've seen it.
0: We can take that one off the list then. That's (laughs) that's one less one we've got to do. Uh, All right, the all-important. What would you rate Twister out of five, Geordie?
1: Well, this is a big question, isn't
0: it? 4.5. (laughs) 4.5. Let me see if I've got a sound effect here that will actually work. That was a fluke. That could have easily been something else. Anything it, it else? It could have been...
1: Um, well, I'm so happy I'm it, wasn't it wasn't because it was
0: incredible.
1: 4.5. I loved it. I want to watch it again already.
0: So, I actually... I sent a photo. I was talking earlier in the podcast about how I live with my two best friends and we this movie was our movie to watch all the time. Yeah. I sent a photo to one of them today. Now, they're, those two are actually married now. Yes. Uh, I sent a photo to one of them today and said... Watching Twister for the podcast, Geordie's notepad is actually on the floor. (laughs) She's been sucked in. And I got back, how is she married to you and has not seen that movie? And I said, oh, mate, you should see the list of movies that this woman has not seen. (laughs) She hadn't seen a Batman movie up until a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Hey, we're working on it. We're working on it. We are. I haven't quit the podcast yet, so that's something.
0: I know. And look, and we're getting into movies that you seem to like, which is good.
1: Yeah, no, you picked a good one. That was a really good movie.
0: So I'm intrigued to see how we go next week. So next Mm. week we're going back to comedy.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see this one. Mm. Another really cracking comedy from uh, the late 90s. I think you're really going to enjoy it.
1: Mm, yeah maybe
0: I don't know we'll I know see. you're you're odd with comedies but mm. I feel like this one is one right. that you might like mm. but we'll see anyway I forgot to ask not that I feel like I need to with a rating like that no but would you watch a sequel to I Twister I sure would well hopefully
1: we'll be able to this maybe time we next might be to able you, to go to the movies and see it this time next year
0: we could go to the movies and see the sequel to Twister fingers crossed Sounds if people amazing. from Paramount are listening make sure you make it happen or well, Universal is one of the two studios that's doing it All right, that wraps it up for this week. We will chat to you again next week for another episode of It's About Time You Watch This.